JD Talking Sports. It is Tuesday, December 19, 2017. I was just watching the, you know, I have to say, I have to say the name because I shut the TV off. 36 to 3. Florida Atlantic, Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic is up 36-3. They were up 34-3 and they kicked the freaking... They went for a two-point conversion. It's the Cherry Bundy, Tart Cherry, Boca Raton Bowl. And I know my buddy Lanker is not a fan of the bowl. He thinks there's too many bowl games. Well, this is a showcase for these guys. Akron and Florida Atlantic. Only game in town tonight. Only game in town tonight. And, you know, it's a, it's a nice stadium. Feels a little slippery. Missed field goal on their first drive, Florida Atlantic, and they've scored five straight touchdowns. Now, I wanted to talk about Damian Lillard. Supposedly someone did some anti-gay slurs at him and he was going to get into the guy's face and they pointed out the guy who did it. I, I always think that's kind of a cop-out. If you're going to say it, say it to my face or don't say it at all. And I feel like this day and age, you know, I feel like the people who always bring up, I had a friend, a friend who's no longer a friend, always, you know, made gay jokes. And I was like, you know, dude, if you like men, it's okay. I wanted to tell him that because he constantly did it. And I felt like it was almost like, you know, it's almost like the, you know, you ever, you ever notice people who talk a lot about sex, like how many, you know, how many women they've had partners or even women who talk a lot and then you find out it's not. Remember in American Beauty, the character who talked a lot about sex and she ended up being a virgin? That's what I feel it is a lot of times. The people who talk about a lot are the people who, you know, dude, you're trying to, trying to tell something. It's okay because, you know, everybody can get married now. Everybody can have the same problems. I said, well, everybody's welcome to the same party. Get married, get divorced, you know, same-sex marriages, same, can I, they have children now. Every, it's, it's a beautiful world. And I feel like in this day and age, I, I feel like I'd like you to get a little more creative if you're going to heckle me than go with the, with the anti-gay slurs. I really do. I think, there's, I think get a little more intellectual. You know, maybe find something out. Maybe, hey, you know, uh, so, you know, maybe bring something up about a college, something like that. Hey, uh, I heard you got a B in a class, anthropology class in college or something, Damien, or, you know, just something different. I'd, I'd like something better. Or Damien, you know, wh- why do you like Nike instead of Adidas? Can we talk to you about that? Or, you know, Damien, you look like you were a little tired today. Maybe you should go on a gluten-free diet. I, I just feel like we can change it up a little bit. That's just me. And I know I know the Lithuanian laser is not happy about the Knicks. And I, 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 we, we had a talk today, and I brought up a point to him where I said, the Knicks are a tease. They tease us. They do. They, they kind of get our hopes up. You know, we, we, you think they're better than they really are. They're 16, 13. You're, you get delusions of grandeur, and bam, they get destroyed. You know, I don't mind them losing, but I mind them getting blown out. Now, they have a lot of youth, but I don't feel they should be dragging ass. They have too many young guys. They had a win over OKC, which is a big win because Carmelo came into town. Now, Beasley, they talked about his defense last night. I said to, uh, I said to Lithuanian Laser, I said, Beasley, does he come from the Carmelo... Uh, school of defense, and he says uh, terrible defense. And he said the passing is horrible. And then they play the Celtics, Pistons, and the Sixers on Christmas Day. And he, we, we were joking. We said they'll probably beat the Celtics and lose to the Pistons. I said yeah, that's that's probably what's going to happen. But Beasley, man, score machine. You know, it's it's amazing when you hear guy, like a LeBron who plays defense. You know. Guy thrived on guys thrived on playing on defense, and you know I, I read something about Carmelo. I'm, I'm sorry about a stat yesterday about 
Kobe, his now with number eight and number twenty. With number eight, he played. They, he played ten seasons at eight, ten seasons at twenty-four. Uh, salary with the eight, he made almost ninety million. With the twenty-four, he made over two hundred thirty-eight million dollars. Do, do the math, man. Three hundred. 329 million dollars in basketball salaries not and we're not even getting into his endorsements he with in, in his first 10 seasons he scored on with the, with the number 8 16,866 points with 24 16,777 points so more in his first what well, makes sense and he was injured uh over his last 10 years eight all-star games in his first 10 years 10 for 10 in his last 10 a lot of those were because, you know, he went three with the number eight. Well, that was three with Shaq and two. But I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And how about this? Freaking Cole Hamels and his wife donated a $9.4 million mansion to uh, help kids with uh, with severe illnesses and special chronic illnesses and special needs. 32,000-square-foot 32, home to a uh, donation was to Camp Barnabas. It listed for 9418 yeah, over nine point four million, according to Realtor.com at the time of donation. He he had been traded from Philadelphia to Texas, and he was never going to live in the house. Never lived in the house, and he gave it up. I was like, God damn, man, that's that's freaking cool, dude. Much respect on that front. Much much respect. Now maybe he's doing a tax break, but I don't think so. I mean, he's still you know his wife from from the area and everything, and a guy I'm going to look out for, Trey Young. Highest offensive rating on at least 35% possession usage, which basically they were having the guys the last couple years. Now, this is a big list. The highest rated were Steph Curry, Lester Hudson, Rodney Stuckey, and Jimmer Fredette. Now, Trey Young out of Oklahoma topped all of them, a freshman point guard. And he hasn't even played his 18 Big 12 games. Oh, and, Mar- and they had a town hall tonight for season ticket holders of the Marlins. It didn't go well. You think? They're not, they're not, they're not fans. They're not fans at all. And I read love what I read about Richard Sherman in the, the Players' Tribune. He talked about when I tore my Achilles, I thought about Kobe Bryant. I remember with that, when he tore his Achilles, he walked over the court. Well, actually came back, shot two free throws, then walked over the court. Straight up mama mentality. He said, when I tore my Achilles, somebody tried to help me off the other But I said, get off me. Kobe walked off, so I'm walking off too. So Kobe's always been an inspiration to me. And tonight, they'll retire two of his numbers, as they should. I, I forgot about that. Went back on the fucking court and touched, shot two free throws. And then he was done. I thought that, you know, I was like, God damn, man. Black Mamba, man. I'll tell you, you know what? I may not have liked him, but his work ethic was out of control. And you have to respect that. And they all, that's what they all did. Also, NFL teams favored by oddsmaker go 14-0 last week. And the Celtics want Anthony Davis. Imagine the Celtics got Anthony. They're vigilant, remain vigilant on possibly acquiring Anthony Davis if Pelicans ever trade him. God damn, if the Celtics get Anthony Davis, God help, God help. I mean, that guy's a beast. And I love, love, love. Yeah, Lane Kiffin goes for two. They're up 34-3 and Lane Kiffin goes for two. What, what the fuck, dude? You're up 34-3. Why go for two? Maybe he's working on plays for next season or maybe he just wants to rub it in. Landon, Common, Landon Collins, who is the first, only pro bowler of the local teams. Second straight year. 
tells Eli Apple to grow up. Mentor and raising are two things. We're doing one more than the other. I love that he says that. Mentor and raising are two two things. Rock, I know you have to. That's what I was telling you, man. And he, he, he thought Eli was a uh, was a first year. So no, second year. For, you know, second year, you know better. Kind of like they're talking about Wilkerson today. Listen, guys should know better. Two talent. You know, uh, Joe uh, Benino on WFAN said, have you ever heard of a player that made all that money, went from great, got the money, and got worse? Well, Albert Hainsworth, he was a good player, very good player. Got the money, didn't do shit afterwards. I think a lot of players get the money, though, but I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in Wilkerson. And he's done. He's got to be done. But Collins, I appreciate. Mentor and raising are two two things. We're doing more, yeah. And he's pissed, man. I think you're going to come back next year, he's going to do. And Antonio Brown, who made the Pro Bowl, eight, 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 eight Steelers, most most of any team in the Pro Bowl. Tom Brady, 13th overall, ninth straight. Carson Wentz, starting quarterback. Fucking crazy, dude. Just crazy. Yeah, Antonio Brown, significant lower leg contusion, will not play. And how about this? The Falcons won last night which knocks the Packers out of the playoff. And they, first time they're not going to make the playoff since 2006 or seven. He, so they put today on the IR, they put, they put Aaron Rodgers back in our end of the season. So basically they're like, listen, and I guess they weren't happy out. He wasn't happy. We played last week and I thought they were going to be nervous anyway. Season ends away. What a, what a shitty into a season. So they're done. Falcons still alive for a playoff spot. And Islanders, that's what Joe Benigno was saying today. He said the proposal for the Belmont Park was between the New York football club soccer team, soccer soccer, soccer team, and the Islanders in Belmont Park. Who do you think is going to win? I mean, he said, is this shocking? And I go, yeah, it's not. So Islanders are going to build a new arena at Belmont Park. Good for them. Get out of freaking Barclays Center. It's terrible sight lines. And Kiffin and FAU are for Atlantic finalists get a new 10-year deal. Thank you, Bruce Feldman. How about this? Rangers starting pitcher Martin Perez had a run-in with a bull that caused him to get elbow surgery. What the fuck are you doing play with your bull, dude? And he's already had Tommy John surgery. With a fucking bull. With a bull. I'm getting some good fucking movies for uh, with SAG. I am very excited. We watched the end of The Crown the last two episodes, and i got to be honest with you, it ended with a whimper. But I'll tell you, you know what's getting better? The freaking uh, Punisher. Much better. I cannot wait. And we're going to see Star Wars in a couple days. I cannot wait. Oh, and Kendrick Lamar is going to be the halftime show at the National Championship game. First time ever. I'm like, wow, isn't that exciting? And Kylo Quinn. Hey, Lithuanian Laser. We bo- i got to have a bar mitzvah again because Kylo Quinn... The parties are crazy. They just go nuts. He's a bar mitzvah. He's become the bar mitzvah man. He, his uh, agent sent him to one a couple years ago. Loved it. Loved it. And how about this? Gino Oriema and S- Sylvia Hatchell both get their 1,000th career win today. So Sylvia Hatchell, North Carolina, beat Grambling 79-63. And Oriema beat Oklahoma, I think, 88-64 today. Two, got, two, two co- coaches win in 1,000 games. That's pretty freaking awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, Yankees are going to play a luxury tax bill for the 15th straight season. 
have to forego over 15.7, but that's still not the most. Dodgers are going to pay over $32 million. Yeah, Dodgers for the fourth straight year, Yankees for the 15th consecutive year. And they're, you know, Buster only thinks that Mike uh, Moustakis would be a perfect fit in the Bronx. Listen, I mean, they need, they need, they need some, they need some pitching too. And Daniel Jacobs hopes to face Billy Joe Saunders on April 28th at the Barclays Center. Hey, Billy Saunders got a big win this weekend over Lemieux. And Jerry Kill from uh, from Rutgers offensive coordinator will not return next season to a healthy. That kind of sucks. Oh, T.J. Miller. He had a Goreburger show on Comedy Central. He got charged with uh, sexual harassment allegations. Done. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Dodgers going to owe $36.2 million. Yankees are second, $15.7 million. Increasing its total since the tax began to three. They paid $341 million. Giants are next, four point one. Detroit, three point seven. And Washington, paying tax for the first time, is, is going to pay just under $1.45 million. Oh, Minnie Kelly is going to have a just had a baby girl, and Eva Longoria, Eva Longoria is going to is pregnant with the first child. And Tim Lincecum wants to make a comeback. He did not end well as it played to 2016. I think he played with the Angels, got rocked. And what I tell you, Thomas Davis suspension reduced to one game after appeal. I told you, if Gronk can get one game, everybody else gets one goddamn game. It has. That's it. End of story. And Steph probably won't play Christmas Day. Ankle's healing well, but we reevaluated after on-court workouts this week. But he's not going to play Christmas Day, they're saying, against the Cavs, which kind of sucks. But there's football on Christmas Day, I'd rather watch. Yeah, so the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz also got the first time, got a Pro Bowl starting quarterback. So that means Breeze is going to start. Russell Wilson and maybe Eli will throw in there. And on the NFC, AFC, Brady, Roethlisberger, and Phillip Rivers. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, Le'Veon Brown, Antonio, Le'Veon Brown, third Pro Bowl, and Antonio Brown, sixth. It's going to be played in Orlando, Florida. It should be in fucking Hawaii. I went to Hawaii. Much better in Hawaii. Not freaking this. Fitzgerald made the Pro Bowl. Nice going. Love it. Love this Pro Bowl. Zach Ertz. A lot of Eagles. A lot of Eagles. Luke Kukli and Bobby Wagner. And Marshawn Lattimore. Actually, you know what's crazy? Two Saints running backs, Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Wait, is it Alvin? I always get his name wrong. Alvin, is it Kamara? Alvin Kamara. So they had they, he he made the Pro Bowl. Actually, I want to see. I want to see who made the. I don't think any Saints. Oh yeah, and the Mets are reaching out to first baseman Adrian Gonzalez, who has seen, you know, better days than that. Yeah, you know, I, that's what I want to ask Lithuanian ladies. What do you think about KP giving, Porzingis giving Custom Timberlands to his teammates? Is that does that get you excited? Not really. Not me. I kind of feel like okay. But they were talking about how they were talking about the great Steeler draft where they got Ham, Webster, Lin Swan, and I think Stallworth. So they were four Pro Bowlers, four. I'm, I'm sorry, four Hall of Famers in that draft class. Because I was just checking, 
the Saints had two rookies. They had three guys. They had a rookie out of Wisconsin, the, the guard. But they had three rookies this year. And Kamara made the Pro Bowl at running back. And cornerback, Marshawn Lattimore made it. So two of the three, two, two, two draft picks this year made the Pro Bowl as rookies. That's pretty. <laughs> and your quarterback. I mean, that's nothing to that's nothing to shake a tail feather at, man. That is, oh, and and the wide receiver Michael Thomas. I love the Saints are playing. It, it makes me happy when the Saints are playing good football. It makes me very happy. It really does. Yeah. Oh, Cameron Jordan made it. That's another one. Unbelievable, man. Good year. Yeah. So that's what I was, I was just thinking, you know, I was like, wow, reading over this list, I was like, holy crap. And what a great name, Darius Slay. I love that name, Darius Slay. So it just, it just flows off the tongue, you know? Terrell Suggs, Terrell Suggs. Eric Weddle, man. Love, love, hey, Gino, very happy. Adrian Gonzalez, I think he's seen better days. I think those days are long, long, long gone. Yeah, that's just, and I'm not just talking to me, I'm saying Long, long, long gone. Yeah, so Texas Ranger, he was... Like, uh, after breaking the radial head in his non-pitching elbow... Okay, during an incident following a bull in weight surgery last week, it is possible Perez could get back earlier. The bull in the incident was in a holding pen, but made a move that startled Perez, causing him to fall. It occurred at his ranch in, in Venezuela, per Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Yeah, they think he might be ready for opening day. He had Tom and John surgery in 2014, undergoing over a year rehab. He's thrown a combined 383.2 innings for the Rangers of the past two seasons. Went 13 for 12 last year, 13-12. But he did finish strong going 82 in his last 11 starts. Never a dull moment, right? Never a freaking dull moment. Never. Yeah, and I, you know, I got a little tear in my eye today. Uh, Gronk, they were showing at Texas Tech, you know, uh, they were having a meeting. And then Danny Amendola came on and he goes, hey, I got to say something. And he put on, um, Gronk, Gronk was with him. And Gronk goes, there was a kid, Justice Parker. He goes, I'm paying for your scholarship. And the whole team went crazy. And they um, they let him close out the meeting. And he, everybody, you know, hands up and he says, family. I thought it was pretty freaking cool, dude. You know, I was like, I don't know. It just seemed like, you know, like it was Christmas came early. You know, I, I mean, you hear about all these athletes and their bunch of goofballs. Listen, Amendola, I mean, freaking Gronk went to U of A. Didn't even go to Texas Tech, but he must have heard about this kid. And he's like, you know, let's 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 make his day. And they and, and you know what? These kids, a lot of these kids' parents are paying their way. Just takes a headache off, you know, when you're college paid for. They said, hey, we, you know, Amendola goes, are you really uh, rocking it at the at the uh, practices and stuff. And I didn't look, that's what I forgot to look up, where yeah, Justice Parker, DB, yeah. Nice going, man. Six foot 209. That's, that's freaking cool, dude. Oh, he played at Texas... Lutheran. Nice going. Okay. 
So we transferred over from a small school to a D1 school. He had two fifty. He was a freshman at Texas Lutheran. Public relations major at Texas Tech. Had a good year first year. Hey, listen. Good for you, dude. Now I don't know if he played last year. Yeah, two years ago he was at Texas Lutheran Bulldogs. They went eight and two. He gained a reputation as a playmaker at times during the season. Looked like he was a man playing on boys. He was gonna at this time was when Parker made a decision to play Big Twelve football and walk on at Texas Tech. seen in the Kansas game, he said, when he started his turnover streak, which included a fumble return for a touchdown. Got his first start the following week in West Virginia. I would start every game afterward, an opening drive interception to set up an early score against Iowa State. He picked off Baker Mayfield. Forced two fumbles against TCU. <laughs> And then he had an awesome play in the Texas, in the Texas Texas Tech game, which you know what I never saw. Okay, so Pat's coming up. I got, you don't want to see this play. Wow, yeah, interception return. Oh, he deked out the quarterback. Oh no, he didn't deke out the quarterback. Guy's a beast, dude. You know, some guys are always one. You know that that's what they said about. Um, oh, you know what? And he's another Texas Tech. Oh Jesus! Wait a minute. I'm trying to think. Texas Tech. Oh man. Pats all time. Pats. Blanking on names tonight, folks. I apologize. Wes Welker. Wes Welker, only scholarship offer he got was freaking. I talked about this. It was Texas Tech. Now you see this guy like Justice Walker, and you're just like, Jesus, dude. It just, it sent, I'll tell you, when the, he got off with the scholarship, it just sent chills down your body. It really did. It was really fucking cool, man. It, yeah, it was just really cool. I, I gotta be honest. I was like, that is so freaking cool. Okay, now that someone passed away. Lonis Lonis Wigger Jr., career army officer, who was hailed as the most decorated rifle shooter in the world, died on Thursday at his home in Colorado Springs. He was 80, died of complications from pancreatic cancer. The United States Olympic Committee, also known as Team USA, said 5'7", 180 in his prime, round build, round face. The magazine Gun Creek called him by far the greatest shooter in history. He goes, I'm like a golfer, he told the Times in 83, New York Times. I'm like, and any athlete who uses his mind and has to concentrate, I train like an athlete in any sport. Broke 29 world records and appeared in three Olympics, 64, 80, 68, and 72. So let's go to 80, which we boycotted. 
And then in 92, he was the team captain. So he said five Olympic Games. 64 Games in Tokyo won the gold medal, the sports showcase competition, the small bore rifle, three position, prone, kneeling, and standing. Same Games took silver medal in small bore rifle, prone, missing the gold on a tiebreaker. 72 at Munich, he won the gold in free rifle, three position. He also has 58 U.S. championships and more than 20 on the world stage. In five Pan Am games from 63 to 83, he won eight gold medals. He said, people don't know me outside of shooting. He said it was, you know, even small, you know, relatively small fan base. He said, even went under the Olympic spotlight. He said, I've never been gifted with a lot of talent. I probably succeed because I persevered. Perseverance until uh, Sports Street 87, including constant steady practice, week in and week out, all year long. I think most anybody can be a champion in our sport if he has a desire and will put in the work. Went to Montana State on a... On a, he was captain of the rifle team. He met Mary Kay Spencer, who in 50, he, met, he married during Christmas Bake in 58, was still married to her. Graduated in 60 with a degree in agro, agronomy. Became an army officer, agronomy, agronomy. Became an officer and rose to a lieutenant colonel, mostly based in Fort Benning, Georgia, as a riflery instructor. Two tours of duty in Vietnam and taught American soldiers their marksmanship. After three years... Three weeks of training in Vietnam, he told SI his snipers were hitting their targets at 600 meters with the first shots, with the with the first shot from the M14s. He said, "My best sniper was a ghetto kid from Chicago, a Chicano we call Papa Leach. He had all the patience in the world. He'd sit out there on a trail for three days straight in the heat and the dark and the bugs." Retired in '87. Later, he won numerous senior titles and was director of the U.S. shooting team, a consultant for a cartridge maker, and a Star Trek and shooting clinics. He also was active in training young people and promoting junior events in competitive shooting. His daughter Dina and his sons Ron and Danny all were successful competitive shooters. Ron Wigger, his son, became the rifle team coach for the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. It was pretty cool. 91, he was one of the first four shooters inducted to the USA Shooting Hall of Fame. He was inducted in the Olympic Hall of Fame in 2008. You know, Jesus. And... This is what I want to talk about. How do you define the best ever? Team USA quoted the two-time Olympic medalist Lanny uh, Basham as saying, would you add up all the total medals once to see who was on top? Would you add up the total number of years he has dominated his sport? Would you take a survey of everyone who has been his competitor to determine who's received the most votes? Would you look at the number of national and world records held? He said, not only is Wigger the only name at the top of these lists, no one... Sh- no other shooter even comes close. That's what I think. When I think of him like a Gretzky, but I never, never knew about this guy. And I, that's what I love about the New York Times, man, with these obituaries sometimes. A guy like Lonis Wigger Jr. never knew. Dominate. He was the Michael Jordan of his sport. Come on, man. That's some serious. That is. And he said, don't be afraid to dream. I don't think people hear that enough. Don't be afraid to dream. It was all about the Packers. First time that I can make the playoffs in 2008. How about this? Giants. Two games are raining. The Giants. They have the very real possibility of becoming the first Giants team to lose more than 12 games in a season. They No team has ever lost more than 12. Already tied the franchise record for most losses with 12. 66, they went 1-12-1. and 74, they went 2-12. and 84-12. and 83-3-12-1, I remember that. And 2003-4-12. If they can't beat either the Cardinals or the Redskins in their final two games, they will become the losingest team in the 93-year history of the organization. Well, the 66 team has a worse winning percentage, 071, because they only won one game. So even if they lose the last two games, they'll still have a winning percentage of 125. And Steve Spagnuolo said, I wasn't aware with the unlucky 13. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on beating Arizona. I'll let everyone else figure that out. 
Giants currently have a 143 winning percentage. Oof. Two games left. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a freaking beast, dude. Colts, first time they haven't made a player in the, put a play in the Pro Bowl since 1997. I talked about him. Last pitch, nine starts for the Angels in 2016. Finished with a 9-16 ERA. About six earned runs and 3.1 innings. In his most recent start against the Mariners on August 5th, and that was the last time he pitched. Yeah. And you're done. You're done. All right. Now, I didn't think I'd be up this. I said, I got to go. I got to go to bed. I got to watch the end of the bowl game. Of the, I love this. And and there's a couple. Oh, and Friday, Friday, 1230, Bahama Bowl. I loved I love these bowls, man. Yeah, the Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry. The Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. Say that really. The Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. It just flows off the tongue. No, it really doesn't flow off the tongue at all. Oh, I love this. Another always bold team. Somebody fucks up. Oh, okay. Now this is not a Camp Phillips, Virginia Tech's all-time leading wide receiver at sports training surgery. But I was expecting to see did something that left them home, but they didn't. Makes me feel better when I see that kind of stuff. All right. Last show. Okay. Least amount of games by an NFL running back to reach 12,000 career rushing yards. Least amount of games. Jim Brown, 115 games. Most home runs hit in a World Series. Most home runs hit in a World Series. What World Series had the most home runs in it? That's a nice trivia question. All right. Knicks aren't playing until... I think they're playing the Celtics tomorrow night. More bowl games tomorrow. No football tomorrow because that this last week was the last Thursday night game. There's two games Saturday. Vikings-Packers, which means nothing now. Maybe Bridgewater will get some playing time. Wow, how about this? Florida Atlantic only has 440 yards of total offense. Frank, I know you love I know you love the bowl games. Lithuanian Laser, the Knicks, something going to happen. You know, and I'm kind of confused. How could Rock be such a Giants fan and then say he likes the Raiders? I don't think he, you know, he's, you know, and, and you know what? I got to be honest with you. Your Raiders sucked. 12-4 last year, and this year, they fucking suck. They do. I don't know how you go from 12-4, and four, and you lost your quarterback this year. You have a healthy quarterback. Well, the thing is, you change. Got rid of the defensive coordinator. You, you change offensive coordinators, and you screwed up a good thing last year. And maybe they're thinking already ahead of Las Vegas, because I am shocked. I had them going far this year. And I like to see when the Raiders are good, it's good for football. But no. Shit. Yeah, Florida Atlantic's only up 43-3. All right, congratulations to Gino Oriama, Sylvia Hatchell. A thousand wins. That is nothing to shake a tail feather at. Nothing. Giants, let's lose again. I want you to have the record for most losses in a season. Harris, E, you've got to be excited. The Giants are one more loss away from the most losses ever in the history, 93-year history of the franchise. Talk about sucking ass. Also, they said losing teams leads to obesity in their fans. If people who root for losing t- franchises, losing teams, tend to be obese. So something to, keep, something to keep an eye on. If your team's losing, make sure you're hitting that cardio. Because if not, you're going to stay chunky 
And you know what? The ladies don't love the chunky. They sometimes like it. They like a little bit, but lean. You want to be a lean, mean fighting machine. That's all I'm saying on that front. All right, have a good night. Peace out. I'll talk to you soon.